Welcome to Authentic Conversation with Kim. Happy New Year. Hallelujah. Happy New Year. 2021. Yay, God. Hallelujah. I hope that this new year has found you well. Um, I'm, I think about, you know how you think about the year before when that started and um and one of the things that I had said that it had it was different when we entered in last year and lo and behold we understand why um but I was thinking about this year and how we transitioned into this year and I found it to be somber for me personally it wasn't um it wasn't a negative feeling or a bad feeling or anything like that thanks be to God but it was kind of summer and calm and I saw like um it's just like a I don't know like a wave a nice wave you ever looking at the ocean in the nighttime and you just see the little waves and it's just a nice breeze that's what I felt coming into the new year which I'm really ecstatic and pleased about um, and I don't know if that was just a mindset or just the, I don't know what that was, but that's just how I um, received coming into this year. And so prayerfully, that means something for me as it goes um, throughout the year. And prayerfully, y'all can receive that as well and that you experience something as wonderful or, um, let me see, similar to that. And whatever it is, I just pray that your new year would be um well and that we will cope through whatever it is that we need to cope through and we'll get through whatever it is that we need to get through having said that i rarely ever talk about um major like news events it it depends on it it depends on what it is and very rare do I talk about it because I don't want to I'm not trying to have that platform kind of thing and you know I don't feel like I'm that person however as a citizen and you know um as an observer um as a, a productive citizen as a taxpayer all that stuff you know um I feel that I have the right to speak upon whatever it is that I want to speak upon, but it's just certain things that don't really fit my fancy per se or things that I'm not um, interested in talking about or I don't feel like it really deserves my attention kind of thing. And that's not, you know, and if it, I don't think it deserves my attention, I don't think it deserves our attention kind of thing. And so therefore, I haven't talked about them, but we'll see how it goes. It's a hybrid. It's like a box of chocolates. We know what chocolate is good. You never know what you're going to get. So, um, having said that, there's some political upheaval the last few days, which y'all know I be in my bubble, so I was totally oblivious to certain things that was happening. And again, not really, you know, engaging in social media as previous times. And so, going on social media and then talking to people on today I was getting this information so of course you know you want to look and see and stuff like that and so on one of the platforms of social media they was just showing different pictures of our um state capital and all the things that was happening 
up there and then you know the um uh uh, what is it, a comparison, contrast kind of thing. There was pictures of that. And then, you know, it was just certain pictures, people mounting walls. And um, But this one picture stood out particularly to me, which was very intriguing, which was a, um, a wood, a, a tall wood, what, four by fours or whatever you call those things. They was It was lumber, big lumber. And then there was a um, noose is what they call it, the string with the circle around it that, you know, people used to be um, hung in those. And so, and I'm looking at it, and the only thing that came to my mind was, did somebody build that in broad daylight? And again, so then I started thinking if they build it in broad daylight, okay, so <laughs> nobody said nothing, okay, that's one. But then too, I thought about, okay, did somebody like build it somewhere else and then bring it to that place? And then another thing, because it was standing so erect and strong, then I don't know, is that glue? What is that? Is it nailed in? And then now that I'm thinking, is it still up? That's that that came to my mind, and you know, you had me read this before, and I don't. This is not so much. It's not a political thing. It's not, you know, that may be what is being used, but it's a mentality. It's a thought. It's a heart condition. It's a mindset. You know what I'm saying? And so when I sit there and I look and I'm like, are you kidding me? And don't get me wrong. I thanks be to God. Because now we're just they're just getting ready to honor my mom as a civil rights um advocate, as a civil rights, um, a part of being in civil rights, being in a library of Congress, but they're getting ready to post her picture up in um a restaurant in her hometown. And thanks be to God for that. And so when I was and I'm thinking about that and hearing the stories, I did not have to go through certain things. So I was very fortunate and privileged in that respect, or it just wasn't, I wasn't born in that, that time in that season or whatever. However, that information is so pertinent and it's very, um, relevant to where we are. And the fact that it's been relevant throughout blacks lives right so it's it's a symbol of stuff which people are not really fond of and then you have some people who have used it you know in various ways in order to make a point and stuff but for the most part most definitions outside of the ones they've been changing lately is the same and so that don't that picture is never a nice picture and I find it interesting that it could be put up with no qualms about it and nobody's supposed to feel it's 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 a threat that's basically what that is and so you know I I just said like you just like (laughs) we don't do this like that's what we do that's how our society and how people as far as we've come when you want this right and you want that right and you want to do this or you want to do all these rights that you decide that you want which supposed to be better for you before everybody and we want to control how other people make choices and decisions and stuff like that and yet still these particular choices to threaten people and to hurt people and to harm people have yet to be addressed how is that that 
I, I personally, unfortunately, can't compute. And then you think about the generations that's coming after us, that is this still going to be something that we still have to inform? Like, if you see that symbol, that's a threat. Just like if you see a yield sign or you see a stop sign. So all other signs, we can acknowledge and honor and stuff. And again, if we don't acknowledge them, if we don't honor them, then there's some level of penalty or something like that. But this particular sign, there's never a penalty. And the fact of the matter is you're guilty by association. So the fact that you sat there and watched it being built or you took a picture with it or that you was along with the group that felt that it was a need for it to be placed should that not be a penalty because again if it was any other situation and any other sign or whatever then other people other parties somebody like who nobody's taking responsibility for this it just appeared (laughs) from nowhere and I do hallelujah ayaka thank you God believe in miracles but what we doing about that and so it really You know, it just caught my attention. And again, y'all know, as long as y'all been listening to me and, you know, we enter into a hallelujah, a third year, I want to say that this is, it's never been that. And maybe that's, you know, going forward in this year, that will be probably some things that I have to think about. But again, it's so not cool. And then I thought about, since I'm on this, like, where are the security measures for our state capital? <laughs> like, where was that at? Is that like that on all days or it was just so happy to be this day? Because that's just, that's literally to me. I'm like, we in trouble if our state capital can be bombarded like that by their own. Like, we're in trouble. Like, that's the thought that came to my mind. Like, what? And so, I I mean, I'm just... I'm just called to pray. (laughs) And, you know, just, like, wonder sometimes, like, what are we doing as a society, as a people? And again, guys, at the end, when we think about this stuff is, like, captured footage forever everywhere anywhere all day you can you imagine the memes that's going to come out of this and it looks bad on everybody not you know yeah we can pinpoint groups and you know again behaviors and you know attitudes and also we can pinpoint that but again there's no accountability there's no checks and balances it's just like we really going to go to war with ourselves and make ourselves vulnerable is that what we're doing So I choose Team Jesus. I just want to go and say that. I choose Team Jesus. I'm going on record saying I choose Team Jesus. And don't get me wrong. I was listening to um, the book of Joshua because I was 
intrigued at something that came to my mind because I feel sometimes like I'm Moses and then I feel sometimes like I'm the people. Like Moses, like God is with us. He's going to lead us. He's going to take us. Just do what you say. And then it's like you feel like people, did you bring us out here to die? You know, so I was vacillating sometimes like, oh my goodness. And so I thought about that the other day and then I said, you know what? If that is the case, Lord, let me be like the two spies that went into the the land and they thought about it and they said, okay, we could do this. You know, we could take the giants, all this stuff, hallelujah. And they came back and gave that report and then it was like 10 of them, 10 spies that didn't believe and then Moses didn't get the go and I was like well I don't want to be him if I'm vacillating because he ain't get to go to the promised land but then Joshua got to go to the promised land and so I thought about Joshua and then I decided let me listen to the book of Joshua and so I've mentioned this before if you don't really um have the time or feel like going through the rigmarole of reading or whatever you can now easily listen to um, a particular book in the Bible, a particular scripture in the Bible, a particular verse in the Bible if you want it. And then they also have the the words so you can read a long closed caption. I love it. It's always good. And you know, sometimes they, they don't hear the way they say it. So it's good to listen and read simultaneously. But anyway, and so I'm listening to the book of Joshua. Yo, do you know... And I had to catch myself because I didn't want to be too, um, forgive me, God, too loose with this and talking about it. But it was very intriguing how Joshua and the people, and they call them men of valor and the, and the wars, like they was blundering, blunder, blundered people because God was giving them the land. And, but they had to fight, and they had to fight in it, and they had to, they had to fight. And so they, this, this, this nation, and this city, and this, and, and I mean, it went on for chapters and chapters. And then it was something like not a soul was left. And I get how people, well, okay, that's the Old Testament, but there's still something that God allow and actually even in one section of it it was where God was with them in their fighting and then another thing that was very interesting that in the camp of Joshua because God had told them do not take an accursed thing like you go and you do what you got to do because you're going to take the land but don't take this everything you could take this but this you can't take and somebody took something that they weren't supposed to take and it was very intriguing because they went up for war and they lost and it was like well why are we losing you know god said it was gonna be with us yeah but you took something you ain't had no business and then god's hands is off because he don't do that dirty hand stuff so Thank God for Jesus, right? <laughs> it's the Old Testament. So he said, hallelujah. So he told him, he said, you got to find the people, find out where it is, find out who it is. And, and he, they had to actually take out their own person. But the guy, he was forthcoming. He said what he had did, but he couldn't go on. He couldn't go on with them because of his disobedience and because of what he took. And so I get that. That's the, some level of righteous indignation kind of thing and the fact that God said that. But we have people that are doing the most. And so I don't know if I mentioned this. So I came up with this term and I came up with it because I ain't hear nobody say it before I said it and I've shared it. Maybe other people are saying it. It hasn't reached my desk yet. I'm putting it out there. 
So, you know how when you're talking about people who's doing the most? I call them mosters. So, today we had some mosters. They were doing the most. Beyond what could have been done if you wanted to make a ruggers or have. And that's the thing, the level of riots and how everybody is going about doing stuff it's like didn't it used to be like peaceful protests and stuff like that wasn't that a thing i don't know what happened to that um and then you know again i get and i'm sure we getting ready to come up on martin's birthday you know um i know it's sad and i know sometimes it feels just wrong that we were taught and this is a cultural thing and there's a cultural thing and then there's a moral thing moral is across the board it doesn't matter culture or not it's some people just have moral compasses it's just they're just not going to do certain things it doesn't matter if they're white if they're black if they're Asian if they're Hispanic it doesn't matter they just have a moral compass and they're just not going to do it it doesn't matter whatever their culture is doing it doesn't matter what their group is doing no matter what their team is doing whatever they just not going to do it something lightens them gets them whatever but then you have cultural differences too and then you have cultures that have some morals and then you have some behaviors and some you know standards and certain things that we just don't do or we're taught not to do and to get them to do it is is different it's just like a guy like a guy he taught you don't hit women like he it don't matter you can like push him push him in his face and he not going to hit you. It's just some guys like that. But then you got some guys like you just look at them wrong and their hands is on you. Yes, you know I'm saying. So I think about it in respect to that. And so. And it's embedded in us culturally. So irrespective of people, you know, why people are so upset at the police shooting is because of the fact People know nine out of ten, a black person is not going to raise up against someone in a uniform. They're just not. And even on a professional level, they're not physically going to put their hands on them unless they're totally, totally irate and feel crazily threatened. It's just a cultural thing. It's just certain things that you hear and you don't even have to see it. You don't have to see with your eyes, but you hear and you automatically identify what the race is, <laughs> what it is you like. And if you get it wrong, you be like, huh? You know what I'm saying? It's just odd and strange because culturally we're embedded a certain way. Some people say it's like just this plague of uh, inferiority complex that has been placed on since slavery times or, you know, having a master or Jim Crow or Whatever it is that you want to say that has been embedded. No, you don't say nothing. You just don't say nothing. You just keep your mouth closed and you just keep on going, okay? Because you know, it, it, it's something subconsciously 
And so we say even culturally now it's changed so different because we out there now. And I say we because it's my peoples too. You know what I'm saying? They human beings, they people, they black, they out there. And some of them is throwing bottles, but they ain't up in your face throwing them. Because something still at the end of the day is like, we don't do that. That's not okay. So that's a big part of it. And so you have these variations of, I'm using that again a lot. But you have these, because it is, it's variances. In certain instances. So again, when I sit here and I'm looking at today's event, I'm like Team Jesus. And one of my most um, scriptures, my most scriptures, one of my scriptures that I like the most, and I could even say it's my favorite because it's poetry, is Ecclesiastes 3. And, you know, it's a time for this and a time for that. And one of the scriptures was, it's a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embrace it. And that, I feel, was, excuse me, um, last year in regards to the pandemic and even somewhat in this year where we can't hug and, you know, we can't we can't kiss and, you know, we can't touch. We, you know, we got to be six feet. And so there's no embracing right now right physically embracing and then you know you have you know it's a time to laugh and there's a time to mourn and you know it's a time for war and there's a time for peace and you know you have these different times and these different seasons and you know the goal is to know what season we are in and so you know we do want peace and you know the scripture says, and this helped me in my going through my divorce. <laughs> Hallelujah. Scripture says, you know, you live um, peacefully with men as much as it lies within you. Right. And so it goes to, again, that threshold, which we talked about the other day that everybody has. Right. And, you know, we ask for God to keep us because that's another thing, too. Even, you know, as a Christian, you know, you turn the other cheek. You know, that's what you're supposed to do. You know, and I mentioned Martin and, you know, Sade Graha, where, you know, it was just nonviolence. And actually, one of these children's stories was talking about, you know, how he used words, you know, was peace as a, um, instead of hate. You know, and that's and that's embedded and culturally it's embedded in our culture. And you know, and it has won us. However, it has also caused a lot of suffering. And it's caused blatant disrespect, spitting on people and hosing them down. And then you go through a different way because now it's not um now it's not the 20s and the 30s and the 40s and the 50s and the 60s or whatever, but 2021. But the same thing that still remains is that daggone noose. <laughs> Blatant. You understand what I mean? And again, don't get me wrong. Then please understand, not just blacks were hung. And I just, you know, and I... And I just ask God for mercy on us. Because for us, anywhere, any place, any culture to say that we 
represent or we acknowledge a God when it comes to the mighty dollar, but we won't acknowledge a person or a soul or the fact that, you know, we all signed up because, again, there's planes and trains and automobiles that travel north, east, west, and south across this world that have all different levels of diplomacy and foreign policy and, you know, a level of democracy or monarchy is a variation. So if we here, then that means we signed up to be here at this point. And so I just... I just ask for mercy and I feel like what we not going to do is not, you know, talk about it in a sense where it's, you know, and again, y'all been talking about it and I apologize. <laughs> like, it ain't like I don't be talking about it, but I haven't used this platform to talk about it. So, you know, y'all been talking about it. And so I just, you know, I pray for us, you know, I pray that we would be covered, you know, and I pray that we would get a different kind of mentality because again it's a democracy and so you know if the process it's just like gambling like you can't you can't you know I remember one day they was rolling dice and the guy rolled the dice and um he lost and he gonna go and threaten the guy talk about give him his money back and it's like mm. You gamble, you lost. That's what happens. And it's the same thing like with a vote with a lot of things. It's like it happens. You a sore loser and you a bad sore loser at that. And irrespective of how they flipped it or whatever, because even when you go into the casino, you already know the casino is made for you to lose and for them to win. The movie, I had saw that like a year ago, last year, because this is pandemic, I had time. But I saw the movie last year, and it's so good. It's really, 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 really good. But it talks about the casino and how it works. And so even with the process, if somebody gave a slip of the hand or whatever, yeah, we go through the process, and they have the bounces, and they have all this stuff. These are the, they, they the bounces. <laughs> like, that don't make no sense. So you have this process set in place that we're going to be totally oblivious to because, 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 right, so happy new year, look at the picture, imagine it, standing on the beach night falling oh or even a midnight blue and the moon is out and you can see the ocean and the waves beautiful beautiful imagine my face